1: Visit the Bedfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BedfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
2: This is Charlie McBride. Kevin Crawley. And I'm Chris Bell with Proceed, and you're listening to The Loud Spot with Sebastian.
3: What the f- Hey,
4: see you later. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian Cosby, right out of Oklahoma City. I got an awesome band. Perceived is in, not my house, but their own house somewhere else. And they're from Dallas. What's up, guys?
3: What's, hey, what's up, up, man? Hey.
4: So we were talking earlier, and you guys are from Dallas. I'm in Oklahoma, not that far from each other. Oh man, it ain't. It really isn't that far. Right around the corner. I think Chris Bell put a, a post about your last. Con- I don't know if it was your last concert or one of your last concerts in October. I almost jumped in my car and I was like, "I'm going to go to Dallas, babe. I'll see you tomorrow. I'm going to get a hotel." I wanted. I wanted to do it to introduce myself to you guys. You know. Cool, man. Yeah. You should have yeah.
2: come on down. Yeah, it was it it actually was a, a good really show, yeah. good show. It turned out great. There was a lot of people there. We were yep. really
4: surprised. So is Dallas still pretty open as far as concerts go? Yeah. It was.
2: Um, I think they just closed bars back down yeah, and reduced capacity again because of the, the recent cases, I guess. Yeah. Well,
0: but. we got a lot of venues that are like restaurants slash bars, and they're kind of using that loophole to uh, so they, yeah. still keep yeah. things rocking. To get you guys in, I was actually, I worked
4: for a law firm that's based in Dallas. And I had to go down, I had to go to Garland for two weeks to train uh, for a management position. And I went down there and I trained and I went like to the bowling alley. Texas Roadhouse was open. The bars were closed. Yeah. This was back in July. But mm-hmm. I lived in Fort Worth. My favorite restaurant in the Dallas-Fort Worth area is Papacito's. Oh, Yes. <laughs> Good stuff. Have you so they got Papacitos, Papa, Papa Do's, and Papa's, yeah. the burger yeah. place, dude? How fucking good is that place for real?
1: <laughs> You're all good. What
4: <laughs> other podcaster asked you about Papa Do's? Nobody. That's None. Fucking right. And don't forget that shit. <laughs> so you guys have been on a lot of podcasts. I
2: think. I, I guess is there a lot of people hitting you guys up to be on podcasts? Uh, we've had a few. Uh, it's been uh, definitely interesting. I know it's a mix between actual live where you see us and then the kind that are on the radio where you just hear us yeah i you know what and i'll probably do a little
4: video of this at some point i think i will (laughs) i don't know when i'll do it but i'll I'll find a cool subject i'll hit the record button i'll put that i'll put that on facebook so how long Mm -hmm. have you guys how long have you guys been a band for
2: uh we formed in may of 2018 uh me and charlie's been jamming since high school so you know 20 years plus years and we've been jamming with kevin for 10 plus years so it's just Kind of finally came back around. Uh, story kind of happened, uh, me and Kevin got sober and needed a hobby mainly. We, we needed something to do, so <laughs> we called it Charlie and and we started jamming. We just got together to have some fun. Um, and that's how it all started. We just started playing, started writing, uh, picked up some old songs that we worked on back in the day, which is some of the ones on the EP, and we finished those with Kevin. And we just kind of been writing and continuing from there, and it's kind of grown into what it is now. We're just still having fun with it. Well, don't judge me for drinking a beer, then. No, since no. Since no. Since no. Since no. Sorry. no. I'm just kidding. No.
0: Yeah, I quit drinking for me. I don't judge yeah. nobody. Help you know, Do reasons. your thing. <laughs> Help me.
4: So I thought you guys started in 2018 because I went back and looked at Facebook to look at some of your videos, and I saw the song Living Hell on... Um, on Facebook, but that was in 2018. You guys played it like an acoustic type show or something like that. Uh,
0: that was our very first performance ever at a Halloween show. Yeah, it
2: was a little Halloween party. Right? I, yeah, a
0: little Halloween party. That. party. That's yeah. the
2: very first time we played in front of anybody. Yep. Yeah, it was uh, oct- you know our family. <laughs> <laughs> it was October 28th. I think I, I literally,
4: like, I, I didn't come prepared. I literally just looked at that like five minutes before I called you guys. so It's pretty raw. <laughs> but I, I did see that there was some Halloween makeup on, and so I figured it was October 28th, probably a Halloween show. So why did it take two years to... You guys obviously had that song written a long time ago to mm-hmm. finally
2: just come out with it in 2020. Oh, man. We, we started uh, tracking the album uh, pre-production began January of 2019 for this EP. Um, and uh, the guy we were... Re- recording with um his wife passed away due to cancer through the recording process so there was a big pause and a lot of uh waiting you know but um we were we weren't in no hurry we yeah. were still writing new stuff we've been working yeah. on new music the whole time is um, that it, that's why it kind of took a while to get out it was just a slow process of, of getting everything finished because we didn't want to just say oh dude we're going to go with someone else we didn't we yeah. were going to stick with this the whole way yeah so. Yeah, that's and awesome. Happy, very happy with the way it turned out.
4: Yeah, dude, it turned out so good. So did you is this one of those songs you wrote a long time ago,
2: or is this one you wrote in 2018? This is actually a riff, Charlie you came up with 20 years ago. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't finished. The middle part is kind of the new part, but everything else was the old stuff. And yeah, we just kind of finished it up getting in the room and jamming. Yeah, that's basically how it came together, yeah. <laughs> I, I want to play. Living
4: Hell right now. This song is, I like, I love this song. This song fucking jams, man. I love it. Then then I'm going to talk about the unboxing that you recently did that's also on your Facebook video. Let's do it right now. This is Perceived. This song is called Living Hell. Let's go. Yep, I really like. I love the guitar. I love the drums on that song. I love the beat. I love the vocals. It's it's hard to believe you guys are just a three piece band pulling out a sound like that because that sounds like a fucking four or five piece like hard rock group. You know? Hell yeah! Cool. Well, thank you, man. Oh man, appreciate. That's, it. Uh,
1: um, that was the point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you,
4: guys, you guys, you guys have the sound. You guys have like a metal sound, but with the vocalist, definitely goes more hard rock than
2: metal, yeah.
4: and, it, and, and it, 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 I think it has that radio appeal.
2: Oh, awesome. That, Ooh, that's cool. always a plus, or it used to be. I mean, some people strive to not be on radio again. Yeah, I, guess, I know. That, 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 that's what I do. I strive to
4: not be on the radio. If you hear any of my songs, you'll know that. It's like, no, this is horrible. It's, it's,
0: well, I mean, it's, but what is uh, radio now? I mean, they, they play the top. Ten, top twenty, and that—that's it. I mean, who even gets played on the radio? Uh, new bands anymore? You know, I—I you
4: know, I listen to um, Octane a lot, and honestly, a lot of the shit's starting to sound the same. It's like this band sounds just like that band. It sounds like this mm-hmm. band, and you have all these bands that they have that, that there's like a new metal sound that's kind of recently, kind of, uh, I guess, just exploded. And that—and unless you're a band like Seven Dust or Deftones that's coming out with a new song, if you're a newer band you sound just like all those other bands that they're playing. I think it's kind of stupid. Like I think music and songs have lost a lot of its originality because of the, the music scene and the industry itself.
0: Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's. I think it great. has a lot to do with how people are writing music nowadays too. Of You know, um, back in the day you had to get in the room together and jam it out and that's kind of the philosophy that we still follow. A lot of bands are you know, just press and record on a computer and recording riffs and sending it to each other and piecing songs together that way. Yeah. Um, uh, and then the, drum, the drums aren't even real drums
4: half the time. They're, right. they're automated that the drummer just has to learn. Uh, Chris, I can tell this bothers you. I'm a, I, I'm a drummer. You, you, see that? You, you see that painting right there? Yes, sir. That's me. And I'm a drummer. And so that's, that's a photo of me. There's actually close up of, of the tattoos. I know mean, you can't sit on here, but, uh, it, it, it's me. And Chris, I'll tell you one thing. You are one hell of, of a promoter for the band. You must have sent me six or seven emails about playing your band on the podcast, but I could tell you didn't realize that you were just sending it over and over again because, but you know what? You don't have to realize that you're, Hey, you're
2: pressing your shit out there, brother. And that's what you have to do
0: good job yeah, yeah that.
2: i mean that, that's all you can do i mean if you once a band has an album or anything to push they should push it uh send it to everybody i mean the worst thing somebody's gonna do is trash it not look at it and you never know who might come across it and actually dig what you're trying to do you know, yeah a lot of
0: bands think that you know they they do all the work they go in the studio they record it and they put out a cd and then they're like all right i'm just gonna wait for it to make me famous and
4: I was, That's not how it works. <laughs> I was talking with someone, I don't remember who it was, but it wasn't that long ago, and I was saying, you know, you got to really promote yourself, and, and they were like, you know, we don't really want to bother people, and they can hear us and find us, I'm like, dude, and I'm look, I'm an entrepreneur, okay, I am an entrepreneur, like, big time, I've had businesses and all kinds of shit, I fucking push my shit everywhere, I share my shit everywhere, and, you know, I'll share it, like, I work with Kick Rocks Entertainment, and she'll share my post around like, 67 fucking times. And I'm like, she's like, hope that's okay. I'm like, fucking get it out there. Push it, push it. Because the more you push it, the more people are going to are gonna listen to you. And I, I do want to say, before I talk about the album uh, artwork on this, I, I also want to say that when we started this podcast, before we started it, we're like, yeah, yeah, we know the routine, we know the routine. You're just going to, like, fill the song in later. And I'm like, no, I fucking listen to that shit. You know why though? I think it keeps authenticity. It keeps like when you're like I could have heard the song, maybe taking some notes down, but actually listening to it and then talking about it after I just fucking heard it is so much
2: better. I think so. Right on. Yeah, yeah
4: then you get the fresh opinion right, yep. right
2: there, right off the top.
4: Yeah, and even if I think it sucks, I won't say it sucks. I'll say, I'll say, I love that shit. Best song I ever heard of my life. So <laughs>
3: that's it. all right.
4: That's a good one. Uh, next
2: one, what's the next one?
4: <laughs> so what? What
2: is the album art about on Living Hell? All right. Well, uh, we we kind of came up. Well, we wanted to do uh, uh, each song have its own artwork to have its own kind of thing, and we were thinking, well, Living Hell." Okay, let the house burning. We wanted to burn a house. And we couldn't burn a house. I mean, not <laughs> said We, <didn't laughs> <that>. we <laughs> to burn a house around the pond. You guys, you guys got some
0: pyrotechnics going on on your, on your, on your you got this We're guy over here all the time. <laughs> God. So I, I come up with the idea of uh, getting a cool dollhouse, and uh, uh, Chris's girlfriend actually uh, made it all up for us, made it look yeah. real cool, like an old, uh, Vintage looking house, and we took it out to a family member of mine's land, set it on fire, and took a bunch of pictures. And then, yeah, anyways,
4: and then you pulled the good ones out, right?
0: Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. There
4: was probably
2: I think five hundred photos or so, yeah. and that that's the winner right there.
4: Wow. Yeah. That's that is great. Okay. Your guys is uh, what are some of your past shows that you've
2: played? Like some of your most memorable shows that you played. I guess for me, uh, uh, it would be when we got to open for a band out of North Carolina called stellar circuits. Um, I've been a fan of theirs for over a year and they were finally coming to Texas. And I heard wind through a buddy of mine and, uh, asked if he could get us on the bill. And he actually got us on the bill. So when I talked to him and told him, Hey, yeah, man, I'm going to be there. I'm also, my band gets to open for y'all. So it was really cool to get to meet them. And they, they watched this jam. They jammed out the whole time. And,
0: yeah, super cool guys. Yeah, awesome, dude. Cool. Great yeah.
2: band. If you haven't heard them, check them out. Stellar Circuits. So you guys, that's one of my highlights. You guys don't have a management team then, huh? No, no. So. no we manage ourselves. We're fully independent DIY. Are you looking to get managed ever? Are you just going to try to ride the fucking uh, train we're until... Uh, yeah, we're, you know, we, we have full-time jobs. Um, this is a great hobby. I love playing music. Um, if it ever went anywhere, it'd be great, but we're not,
0: we're just having fun yeah, with I'm it right now and seeing where it goes. Yeah. And, you know,
2: where it takes is cool. But right now, we're not focused on that. We're focused on jamming and writing new stuff together. Mm-hmm. That's also, you know, I, I said before we played the last song
4: that we're going to talk about the unboxing, and I fucking totally forgot about it. So, <laughs> so, so we're going to talk about it after we play Darkening.
3: <laughs> "Darkening."
2: Darkening, right? This is is this this is your is this your newest single release? Uh, Darkening was the one released in the beginning of October. So it was the one right before the last one. It was the third single. Third single. Which one was the last one released? The very last one we ended up releasing portrayed Belief last. (laughs) We're going to play Darkening right
4: now with Perceived. Let's go. So what is it like to have to, I'm making you guys hear a song you've heard like probably 30 million times, <laughs> but when you guys hear it again, what's it like to hear it again after
2: probably not listening to it for however long you haven't listened to it? Uh, it's, it's good to be able to listen to it and not cringe and, and, and think, hey, you know what, that, that, that's pretty good, man. That's a good performance. Um, it sounds good. I can hear everything. So it, it's, it's pleasant. If so we're it, together, we usually end up complimenting each other like, man, I really love that one role this, you do. the You know, that's good. You want, I mean, that's a good sign. Yeah.
4: yeah, it is. You know, I hate listening to my podcast. I, 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 I listen to it to edit it. And then I, I might listen to the final one, but I don't even like my voice. Like, I think my voice is, for me personally, it's hard to hear yourself talk. Uh, for you as a, for, for, as a singer, though, it's probably a little bit different um,
2: than talking. Yeah. I hate my voice. I hate hearing my talking voice. I've noticed when I watch these podcasts and stuff back and I listen to myself talk, it's kind of, uh, I sound like that, but I, but when I hear myself singing, I guess I've just accepted that's how I sound. <laughs> but, yeah. but talking, I don't hear myself a lot. So, so who, do,
4: who does what in the
2: band altogether? I want to know. There's, there's three, a three-piece band. So who does what in the group? Charlie does guitars, Kevin does bass and backup vocals, and I do drums and vocals. Okay, so how hard is it to drum and play the vocals?
0: He's a magician. It's He's a wizard. <laughs> it
2: just kind of comes naturally. Uh, I've been doing it since I was a little kid, so I kind of like with that. Is that hard to do live, or you just you just kind of you? No, but when, do... when you record, though, you do the drums separately, and then you get on the microphone, right? Yeah, we yeah. do them separate just so you can get the absolute <laughs> best take of, it, of both. Um, plus, of course, whenever you do vocals, you don't want to have the drums coming in the mic and, and, and you want to be in like your closet or a secluded area or something where you can muffle the vocals.
0: But I have to say he does amazing live. Like yeah. you he, you can't tell that the singer is back behind a set of drums. He's never out of breath. It's it's pretty amazing if you ask me.
4: <laughs> yeah, um, that is absolutely, I you know, I, I did see that you were the drummer and the vocalist. And that was a question I was, I'm happy brought that up. I just, I, you know, the first band I was ever in, I was drumming and screaming, in which was a horrible idea, and it sounded like, we were, like, ch- telling our parents, check us out, and I was, like, just screaming off top of my lungs, some, I didn't know what I was talking about, but but I, but I guess if you practice it long
2: enough, it winds up working out. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I, like I said, I've done it since I was a little kid, so I just got, once I get back there, I just kind of get in the zone, and it just kind of happens. There's definitely no thinking involved, and just... It just kind of goes once you set it in motion. So the unboxing
4: of the CDs. So yeah. You knew you obviously knew what the album cover looked like and all that stuff before before you got the CDs.
2: Yeah. But
4: yeah. you opened,
2: uh, how many CDs did you have? Um, in that box, has 160. In that box, uh, we actually ordered 500 copies of our CDs. So there's that. That's like it. And when, when did you order and he that? Hadn't already seen what they looked like. Charlie was the only one that hadn't seen them yet. So. Oh, that, is that why he did the unboxing? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's why he did the unboxing. Okay, so the, the, the reaction is genuine when he opens it. That was the <laughs> first time he ever. And then I forgot it. that I was, we were like recording. And I'm like just looking at it. <laughs> Charlie. Charlie. <laughs> Moving along with it. So, yeah. so
4: did you guys? When did you order those CDs? Um, when did they come in? I guess I should
2: say they came in in September because we wanted to make sure we had them before the release date in October. And we were trying to get them before we were going to have a different Sorry. CD release show in October. Um, but the bar was still closed that we had booked the show in, in January. We booked the show for October in January. And of course it got canceled because the bars closed. And so we had them on hand and stuff. That's why we uh, put them online and, and we, we had them at our show in uh, Arlington, the, the last show we did. We've only played two shows this year. One in February and the one in Ar- October in Arlington. At least you guys are doing shows.
4: There's so many bands that are not doing shows. Like, at, at all. Especially if you live in California. Like, fuck you. If you're in a band oh, yeah. you live in California, they're Jeez. fucked out there, man. They can't yeah. do... Sh- they can't... I- my- I'm from California. And all my friends that like and I have a lot of friends in bands and they're like they can't do they can't play anything all the bars are shut down and they, I think they just went on lockdown or something like that recently like they have very strict guidelines and I'm like dude fuck that the bands like I, and I you know the bands this is how they make maybe not their full-time living but this is how they make their extra income is by playing their music right. and selling their
3: merch
2: yeah. you know right. yeah yeah and that's how you grow your fan base yeah, that's it. And that's it. And that's really the best way to grow your fan base is live. People coming to see you. It's been the. It's probably been the worst thing about releasing an album in 2020 is there's no real way to really get behind it and promote it and get out there and physically yeah. tour yeah. and do anything with it. It's different, like talking to people over online and stuff versus you're at the show you've just played and chatting with the dude right after. You know that connection
0: you get with people like that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know, definitely. Definitely. It was hard to have that without that.
0: I just think seeing music live too. You know. Uh, that's kind of how I jams is their live show. You know, yeah, it, it, it if it don't sound, um, you know, you, you anything can sound great on a record, yep, but if amazing. you can, if you can make it sound like good music, we're actually in the room with people. I think that's something special. And, you
4: you making me feel bad about not driving my ass to Dallas. <laughs> Last month. I mean, it's a three hour drive. I lived in Fort worth. Uh, when I was there, I lived in Fort worth, but like I, I should have made that show next time you guys play in Dallas if you give me a heads up Chris I'll I will see if I can make accommodations to go to go to the the concert because I would love to see you guys live I would like to see the drummers singing and playing the drums at the same time so when you're playing the drums at the same time are you like in front or do you stay in the back like most drummers
2: uh most drummers do most, uh, clubs have the drums set up on a riser in the back. So I'm usually, you know, res- restrained to the riser.
0: Yeah. But they don't want to those... move all the microphone cables and yeah, all that so, sort of I stuff. mean, I just
2: kind of stay in the back, uh, and, and do it from there and hope that, you know, most people stand up to try to look, see, see who's singing and, and kind of, you know, they don't sit back down they kind of want to watch. <laughs> They're not, like, where's the voice? Where's the voice coming yeah, from? How it who the, who the hell's singing? Yeah. Um, and then, uh. There's been a couple shows where they, the band Backline, so you know the big band's already set up back there, and we set up in the front, and those have actually been the really good shows where the people mm-hmm. are right in front of my drum set, and it's just crazy. Uh, so, the last show we played in October, the one, the one uh, you wanted to go to, uh-huh. I to put you up at my house too, man. You yeah, dude, you have a place yeah. to crash, man. We got
4: you. We yeah. got so you. So I don't uh, have. To, so I don't have to get a hotel. No wow. man, no, Yeah, We all got extra rooms. I think in our house. I think I, I think I think I have some uh, some points still at the Omni. <laughs> I, yeah. I, like, I love the I love the Omni and the the right. gay the Gaylords. Awesome. Well, whenever
3: tech, yeah.
4: whenever whenever we go to Dallas, like we usually go there for like uh, Mother's Day and uh, what? My wife, no Father's Day. Sorry, Father's Day and my wife's birthday are right next to each other because my wife's birthday is June sixteenth. And so she loves going to, like, the Gaylord Texan or the Omni. That's, like, her thing. She's trying to be all oh, fancy, yeah. trying to be fancy all the time. And so, we know, so I think we have some points at those places. But I would rather be the couch guy. <laughs> is that, <laughs> hey, is that, the,
2: really
4: it, fancy place. <laughs> is that the couch right there I'm sleeping on that you guys are sitting on? It could hey, be. Me. Me.
2: Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll
4: do it. How, Dude, how pissed off, like, how upsetting is it that there's bands that the drums aren't actually authentically done by the drummer. They're put in and then at a live concert, the drummer has to learn how to play that or, it,
2: or it's almost a, a different song, right? Yeah, they, uh, it, it's weird with the programmed drums. You know, I've heard that uh, <clears throat> some people like it whenever um, the dr- a drummer programs the drums versus someone who doesn't know how to play drums because it's not playable sometimes whenever they program them because they can do anything on that on the tracks, apparently. I don't know how to program drums. I'd rather... I'd rather sit on an electronic kit and just plug into a computer if I had to and play it.
0: <laughs> We're yeah. kind of old school, though. We, I mean, we <laughs> yeah. jam it all out in the room to figure it out. Uh, and if it don't work live in the room, it it's
4: I, trash. Dude, look, I'm 38 years old, so I'm not, like, old, but I'm old enough to, like, remember when music was fucking music and people, oh, st- wow. people still had originality and used to listen to the rock stations growing up when I was a kid on the radio... And like I said earlier, you would hear different, every band had their own different sound. And, and then when a local band, you could be like, oh, you kind of sound like these guys, or you sound like this, or you sound like that. But nowadays, like, seriously, they just fucking all, like, everyone just tries to sound the same to get their shit on the radio. I think originality yeah. needs to happen, man. It needs to come back to, like, Deftone sounded nothing like Corn, sounded nothing like Godsmack, sounded nothing right. like Seven Deaths. They all have their mud vein, Slipknot. Even when Papa yep. Roach fucking yep. broke out, you know that's one of those bands, one of those last bands to kind of have their own style, uh, saliva, you know. And now you got all these other bands that just want to want to do whatever they can to get managed. Which I get that, I get what they're trying to do, but they really need to be themselves. You guys definitely do yourselves.
0: Yeah, it's you know, the
2: only way to it. set yourself apart from everybody else. I yeah, mean, you dude, have dude, to. Dude, yeah, do yeah. do you don't try to don't set your goals to be I want to sound like this band right there. Right there to me, you're already kind of setting yourself up. One In the world of pink Starburst, be yeah. <laughs> yeah, <one>. <laughs> <Nobody likes laughs> a yellow Starburst. Yeah. Screw pink Starburst. Nobody likes
4: the yellow one. <laughs> hey, <laughs> so your song portrayed belief, right?
2: Yes. What's the story behind this song? Oh man, Charlie mm-hmm. wrote this song, uh, well. 20 years ago, this actual story is the solo took 20 years to finish. <laughs> the song's been done for, uh, it was a little bit longer. 99, it had been in 99. Yeah, about 99, tw- 2000, so it's a good 20-year-old song. Shit. 1999. So when we got together, jamming in the room again for the first time, just having fun, is one of the ones we all kind of learned and played and thought, hey, this one still, this one still feels like it has the magic, let's. Yeah. Let's put
4: this one on there. So did so did you guys play this song together in 1999 as a drummer and
2: guitarist? And were you, were you also the vocalist back then as well? Yes, yeah, so I was. Me and Charlie uh, were in a band. Uh, it was called Decipher back then. But that was one of the only songs that was finished as far as structure-wise. But uh, like I said, the solo wasn't done. Yeah. So when you guys
4: redid it now in 2020, when it just came out, did you redo the drums? Did you keep all the vocals the same? Or did you change it because you've grown as a musician or you just stayed to what
2: it was you stayed true to what it was back when you wrote it um, everything was pretty much we shortened the solo a little bit because it was actually longer than it is now
4: it was fun like, oh <laughs> was, was it an, was it an epic eight minute solo <laughs> yeah,
2: it was, uh, yeah it was like seven minutes and we got it down to about six. five <laughs> <laughs> was it really six minutes long yeah, yeah. yeah. holy no. shit it, it was longer though and, uh, yeah like the Intro played four yeah. instead of two, stuff like that. But it's cohesive and I I think it, it fit. It's even though it is long, it it fits. Yeah, no,
4: and you know what? There are there are bands that do that that had a band on they had like an eight minute song, I think. I think it was eight minutes long. But really, after listening to it, it doesn't sound like it's eight minutes long because it's enjoyable to hear and it really right. there's almost nothing you can take out of it because if you take yeah. something out, it just doesn't fit. But you guys did take some stuff out of this newer version and you wind up making it work.
2: Yep. I think right. the the solo is definitely definitely the highlight of the song. That's my, one of my that's my favorite solo on the debut EP. Sure. Hell yeah! Oh, thank you, bro.
4: That's before I play uh, portrayed relief. My wife wanted me to ask you guys a question, so this is for my wife. She wants to know if you guys could play in any country. Negative What's on your buck. Butt- <laughs> <laughs>
2: We, be, we see where Kevin says. Hey, hey,
4: hey Kevin, you're out of the band. Yes. No no European tours for you guys ever coming up. If you guys are playing any country minus Kevin, what country would that be in
2: and why? See, he's talking about
4: country Oh countries. Oh, I thought you meant. country music. Oh my god, no, we're not talking about Oklahoma here, dude. We're talking about countries. <laughs> okay, uh, which which we're gonna, you are going to be in Oklahoma we're going to talk about that after this song but what country would you want to play in
2: not what country like song to do uh, Australia obviously just because I, I hear it's beautiful Yeah. Um. and uh, yeah just to say I've been to Australia of course Europe anywhere over there would be cool I'd go
0: anywhere that would have us honestly that we, if we could afford to pull it off that'd be really cool to play anywhere yeah. anyone who wants to listen to our music we'd be happy to play there <laughs>
2: As long I, as we can get there and back safely. Yeah. I've <laughs> been like the South American shows.
0: <laughs> Santiago, Chile, or yeah. even Germany,
2: actually. Germany. Sure, hell yeah. yeah. It'd be great yeah. to say, yep, played there. Played there. Yeah, so,
4: you know, I think as you guys get bigger, I, I you guys stay together, you guys have really good sound. I wouldn't be surprised if you guys get to go on some European or worldwide tours. I think that'd be awesome. I think that's your next step.
2: You that be cool. Because
4: you guys have just played in Texas, I guess for now, but we're going to talk about the right. Oklahoma show in Noble that I'm going to wind up going to. We're going to talk about what that show's about. But I did ask my wife's question, so she'll be happy about that. I said, what, what are some good questions to ask? And she was like, well, you know, because I ask the same band. Every, fucking, every, every band can ask the same fucking question. So I'm trying to, like, <laughs> mix it up a little bit, you know, get some other ideas. And not the uh-huh. same idea, Not the same ideas. Okay, let's play uh, Betrayed Belief right now, and let's talk about your noble show. We'll play your last song, and then we'll get some shout-outs, and we'll be done. So here is Betrayed Belief by Perceived. (laughs) Perceived. So does that song kind of go from like? Do all your songs kind of go from hard to soft? No, yes. no, 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 sex, no sexual innuendo. <laughs> <I was wondering, laughs>
2: right. Some <laughs> start off soft and then they get hard and then they get soft and hard. You eventually have to solo. It. But does it? Does
4: it get? Does it they get solo hard? Solo and like break it up. Does it? Does it get hard again within the first five minutes of <laughs> the song? It's lucky, we hope it does. You know, it,
2: it just doesn't stay hard. It goes. It goes from.
4: You know? <laughs> so, 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 sounds like an age problem <laughs> if you ask me I don't know because the doctor or something <laughs> that's funny so if you guys we talk about country music and here's a question that you guys you each need to answer this question if you were going to do a country cover what country cover song would that be before you answer that I'm going to ask it one more time because I'm recording this on video and i am put this <laughs> on Facebook. Here is the question. One more time. If you had to cover a country song, you were forced to. What's your favorite country song? Even if you don't like one, you got to pick one that you would want to cover.
2: Yeah, we down to Georgia state. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: That's not even country. It's like <laughs> you can't
2: say that song. Okay. I, 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 love, I, I got my two choices. Are we doing personal or if we as Person, a band? Personal. 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 Okay. Oh, okay. So go, I'm curious uh, to Charlie's because he's more of yeah. the country music uh, enthusiast out of all of us. It would. It'd probably. It'd be a Merle Haggard song. It'd either be Silver Wings or Misery and Gin.
4: I don't know any of those songs. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who that is. I don't even know who that artist is.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, just some good old boys. There you go.
4: Okay. Okay. Okay.
2: All right. Go that ahead. Could, uh, definitely be a Garth Brooks song, either uh, "If Tomorrow Never Comes" because that's just beautiful, or uh, "Thunder Rolls" because it's a little more rocking. Okay. I hate. <laughs> 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 if
0: I had to pick a country song, I, I, I guess I'll know some Hank Jr. <laughs> okay okay you know i think because of your sound
4: i'm gonna recommend one that you cover you don't have to do it but i'm gonna say it anyways everyone's gonna hear this shit i think you guys should do <laughs> friends in low places i don't know who sings that song
2: <laughs> you said ago. that did he say that oh, oh,
4: oh yeah you guys were talking you heard some garth brooks earlier i didn't know it was that song
2: that's the one. I mean, that the one. And then I did everybody <laughs> has to
0: like that song. I don't
2: care what kind of music that's, you, yeah, you listen to. I believe my that, that
0: phrase was I would rather shove an ice pick in my ear. <laughs> 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 well, you guys are gonna do that one and make it sound way cooler, so you're
4: gonna like you gonna like it. You're gonna like it after that. I thought I think Chris would have good vocals over that. I don't I you know, honestly, I didn't know if it was Garth Brooks or Tim McGraw, but until you guys said that we talked about it earlier, that's when I realized <laughs> that it was Garth Brooks. That's when I realized that.
2: Okay. Metal <laughs> okay. that? song. I, that'd be cool. Thunder I know somebody did uh, Thunder Rolls. That'd be pretty. By easy. Garth Brooks. Heavy. I wanna, How would you make friends in those places, heavy? I'm sure you. Can. Oh yeah. Everybody makes everything heavy. I think,
4: I think, at least you didn't say you would like cover Kid Rock, because that's also just <laughs> rock country. You know. <laughs> We're gonna cover Ball with the Ball. The bang the bang Death
2: metal version Only know God Knows Why <laughs> That's a good song I got <laughs> Death metal, metal version of God, Only God Knows Why Death metal version of Only God Knows
0: Why But you got to auto tune it up <laughs> <I don't know. laughs>
2: you
4: you guys are awesome to have. You guys are awesome to have on this podcast. Thanks for being on here. So, <laughs> what? For yeah, ab- ab- absolutely. So, what's your show in Noble, Oklahoma, about? Because that's I don't. I, you know, honestly, I don't know where even Noble is,
2: but it's in Oklahoma, so it can't be like too far away. It's about three hours, three and a half hours from us. I think year. it's not
1: too far from the Texas Oklahoma uh, border.
2: We've uh, submitted for one of those festivals, so we're waiting to see if, uh, of course, if everything continues next year. It's in I want to say May of next year. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a rock festival up in Noble, Oklahoma, and they said they get back to us in 14 days, so we're still on that little waiting list see what happens. Let me see how far it is from you. Hold on a second.
4: Yeah, see how far it is from you. How far is Noble, Oklahoma? Oh, it's 39 miles. Nice.
0: Hey, hey, yeah, that's yeah, nothing.
4: Uh, what are you guys playing
2: there? Yeah, uh
4: It'd
0: be
2: Memorial Day weekend, if it happens. What? what what's Memorial Day weekend? Oh, hold hold on, on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on calendar oh, yeah. oh, 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 hey, Google. Google.
4: siri when is memorial day weekend <laughs> <laughs> hey, <Google. laughs> memorial day weekend starts friday may
2: 28th so are you, yeah. just, are you playing on friday or saturday we we, we don't know we, yeah. we don't even know if we've made it in yet but uh we're hoping oh. keeping our fingers crossed uh and that's not even until may so i'm definitely gonna need a reminder yeah. <laughs> i'm sure if we get in you'll see me promoting it everywhere i'm pretty yeah. sure okay when Rock-a-homa? Rock-a-homa. Uh, when Rockahoma. when is rocklahoma when is rocklahoma usually is rocklahoma happening or, yeah, is you the,
4: think you think i fucking know the answers to these questions i don't know the answers to these questions I, you can't even that you can't even ask siri that question siri doesn't even know the answer oh. siri when is rocklahoma <laughs> a rocklahoma 2021 prior 3 day hard rock festival Oh shit, it did fucking know it. Send me a link. <laughs> <laughs> there no. you go. Friday, September third, uh, through September fifth, which is a Sunday. Nice. Okay. Rocklahoma, yeah. And then it says COVID. Yeah. Then it says fuck fuck COVID. Are you guys gonna try to get on
2: <laughs>
4: Are you guys gonna try to get on Rocklahoma?
2: Uh, That'd be cool. it'd be cool we can yeah. figure out how to submit our music it's really all it is is figuring out submitting now since you know we're doing all, everything independently in DIY so yeah keep on doing that alright last song we're gonna play give you, we're gonna let you guys give some
4: shout outs to some bands that you've played with uh, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna end the podcast the last song is called Not To Be and what
2: also do you guys all write the lyrics or does just Chris write the lyrics mm-hmm. Uh, some of the older ones were older lyrics that were already written, but like Darkening and other parts that needed to be finished, we write together. So, okay, so you know, what is Not To Be About? Uh, this is actually, uh, I'll let Kevin explain this one.
0: Okay, so me and Chris actually met right after the suicide of my first wife. Um, oh. He he came to the funeral, and uh, right afterwards, he picked up an acoustic guitar and started playing. Um actually sat there and played for hours and hours and hours and just let me uh, get all my emotions out. And that's when me and Chris became best friends and uh, have been ever since. But not to be is about suicide um, and that dark place that we all know someone who's been there or been through it or going through it. And, uh, you know, it's just part of life. So do you um, guys do a lot of
2: suicide prevention shows or talk about that during your concerts? Uh, we don't really bring it up during the show, but we've kind of brought it up online just, just, just to make people aware of it that people ain't alone, that other people struggle just like yeah. you. Don't, don't be afraid to reach out and ask for help.
4: Yeah, I have some friends that I have some friends that can be pretty depressed at times, and I talk to them. You know, and I think that just happens. I, I, I'm, I feel like I'm fortunate. I don't have that gene at all. Like that's not a part of my mentality. But a lot mm-hmm. of my, a lot of my friends are and. It's like I don't understand it, but by hearing some of the people talk about it, I guess I understand it more. And it's kind of just one of those topics that's very kind of touchy to talk about. It is, exactly. You know,
0: that's, uh, you know, music is our way of getting our soul out. So, yeah. This song just speaks about, uh, to me, a time of my life. And, uh, you know, music is therapy.
4: It absolutely is therapy. Let's play "Not to Be" right now. I'm curious to listen to this song. Here we go. Perceived.
3: Like maybe.
4: That was not to be by perceived, but it's time to get down to the fucking tough questions that the fans really want to know. Have you ever sharted on a podcast?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, we, we were just talking about this earlier. I'm not one to kiss and tell. <laughs> well, it's like, luckily, uh, we've been fortunate, but man, you know, we, we were going to ask you, uh, what would you do if you started on a podcast? <laughs> what, what would you do? I, I would... I'm would... turning this interview around. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I, you know, I think I might have started tonight a little bit. <laughs> I, just, I just get the podcast... I just, I just sit around in my own filth until, until the podcast is over and don't say anything about it.
2: It'll dry out. You're hey, fine. Okay, that? There, there it is, see? We don't have to Like a them. professional. Like a pro. <laughs> the, the
4: show program. must go on.
2: <laughs> and that, see now we know. So if that that moment ever arises, we are prepared with knowledge. Although I, I I did I did pause
4: pause the podcast like I think a couple ago. I had to take a shit really bad. And I was like, hey, hey I gotta get like ten minutes. All right, guys, so give me ten minutes. And I even told them I had to go take a shit. They're like, no, nah, it's cool, man. We get it.
2: <laughs> hey, wait, nature yeah. So nobody go in there for about <laughs> minutes. <laughs> I came back. I
4: came back. Like, how you feeling? I was like, I feel a lot better. It's, it's hard to like think of good questions to ask when you got to take a shit really bad, man. Oh yeah, <laughs> I can
2: imagine.
4: You can't help. It. You know what the worst thing I hate when I'm at a concert and oh. there's like a porta potty and you Ugh. and you know you gotta you know you gotta drop a dookie, man. That's like the worst thing. I hate those porta potties. The grossest things ever. Yeah,
2: you've been drinking
4: beer. Everyone. <laughs> well, if you if you drink beer, then it's at least a little bit like fine. to get over it because you got that liquid courage <laughs> of, go, of going into going into the the porta potty. But it's like if you're hungover and you and you got the bubble guts and you gotta go, you know, I might I might just short my pants instead.
1: <laughs> there's like there's ten hot girls right over.
4: here. <laughs> Just, just avoid the hot chicks. <laughs> just avoid them. <laughs> if you guys could give a shout out to any band that you have played with or that you know locally from the Dallas scene, the Dallas Fort Worth scene, or maybe just the
2: Texas scene, or
4: Why just fans that play.
2: With, who? Yeah
0: righteous kill righteous are
2: right. some awesome dudes uh right here from uh, I Dallas. i heard that for righteous, yeah, righteous kill Hell uh, yeah. we got uh check them out the roommates are really cool right yeah, here from absolutely dallas. and mothership if you haven't heard of mothership they're a bigger band from right here in dallas uh very what?
0: cool group of dudes three piece as well vain vain's Vane. cool Vane's band cool, cool they're, they're really cool dudes Aesop. We're, yes. we're actually
2: really lucky. Dallas has a really good music scene. We have some really good bands. It's just uh, waiting to get these shows back going again. Really, yeah. Dallas, the Dallas music scene is absolutely
4: fantastic. I, I live there. I know it. A lot of great bands come from Dallas that I've heard on my podcast. Oklahoma, on the other hand, you know it, there there is a scene here. When I first moved here from California, I'm from the Bay Area. So when I first moved here, I was kind of disappointed, but the longer I lived here, I will say that the music scene is getting a lot better here. I I specifically, right. you guys see the posters behind me. I got Misfits, Dropkick Murphy's over there. So I'm like a huge punk rocker, right? I also like hard um, rock and metal, but punk's, punk's my heart. And the punk scene in Oklahoma is not bad. I, I'm surprised. It's cool. really, either, either it's gone up or I was just unaware of it. But doing this podcast... I have a lot. I have a lot more knowledge now of local scenes and what the the the. Be, before I did this, I was totally oblivious to any new music at all. Like, the, I originally was going to start this podcast to play like emo music from the early two thousands. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but 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 taking back Sunday didn't get back with me, and so so I decided to go with more of uh, of of artists that are local to their area. And then, and then we played some bigger bands. I've done bands work Tours and some World Tours, which I love all those people. You know, we've grown a lot. But originally, originally that's what I was going to do because I was kind of, I love that, like, early 2000s emo screamo, like the used and shit like that. You know? And so, anyways, I forgot where I was going with the whole story. I'm just rambling on now. <laughs> so, you guys gave your shout-out to bands. Um, I hate giving shout-outs because I feel like I always leave people out. Hey, but did you guys know? Yeah, did, I know
2: I didn't name Someone's everybody.
4: always going to be butt shark. Oh, yeah. The oh, yeah. Wearing, you know, Iron
2: Jaw. I'm wearing Iron Jaw. Another great local band. So. Hey, I love you all.
4: Hey, hey, if someone gets butthurt, you tell them, go take a shark and deal with it. <laughs> that's
2: right. <horrible. laughs> <laughs> you got a shark.
4: <laughs> that, that, that's right. Where can we guys find you guys? Where can we buy your merch? Do you guys
2: have merch? Where can we buy your okay. CDs? Facebook? Got, what is, tell, me, tell Tell me all of it. We have got CDs, we have got shirts, uh stickers, uh all posters yeah. and posters all available at our website at perceiveband.com. We're actually running a sale on our Store Frontier store. Uh, our hoodies are only 25 bucks right now. So uh, if you want a hoodie for 25 bucks, it's at uh, storefrontier.com/perceived. I think there's actually a
0: link in our There is a link on our webpage at perceiveband.com.
2: Yep, in the merch
4: section. Too. That's why I love in a whole bands there because some band members know more, like, or will say something that someone else didn't say. Somebody ask a question, they're like, "Do I have a website?" I don't even know, and I, I have to, I have to look, I have to, I have to look up a website. Uh, at the below seven, uh, their singer, and their band's fucking awesome, but uh, he didn't know his website, so I looked it up for him and said it on the podcast. Oh, <laughs> so, and then, but but you know that's not his job. His job is a singer. He's not the promotions guy.
2: Right, right, right. So, so that's extra things. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: we all kind of do our own things. Yeah. Like
2: like Kevin does the the photography. He does all the pictures for the band. Awesome Sorry. I
4: guarantee right. you I will get before the end of this year. Chris will send me two more pot two more Absolutely. songs about being played on the podcast. Not realizing that he's already been on the
2: podcast. I'll probably just send it to you again just to make sure you got it. Hey, remember me? (laughs) That's awesome. I can't wait to see you guys. Hey,
4: you guys, I don't want you guys uh, to leave anywhere. I want to thank all of our listeners. We keep on growing. I love it. Keep on paying attention. We got some great bands. December is going to be awesome. January is also going to be fantastic. So thanks for listening to The Loud Spot. I'm Sebastian Cosby. Happy holidays. I will talk to everybody later. See you soon. Bye.
1: This is the Loud Spot outro by Nothing Short of Tragic.
3: Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the Loud Spot with Sebastian? Does Nothing Short of Tragic have it back again? Does everything that's good really have to end? A pin post has a pin show so to get more episodes, make an order. This is over.